Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Try and See Something with Taylor McCarley. The song is played in my intro and it's also featured in my outro. It's called We Can Make It by Dayon Green, featuring account. That song's available on all streaming platforms, so go ahead and download that once you get the chance. Once again, the name of the song is We Can Make It by Dayon Green. All right, so this episode should be a good one. I have Drew with me on the pod, and we're going to discuss why so many people have commitment problems. Maybe you're a commitment folk, um, maybe you're interested in one, or maybe your partner's one. But if you want to hear all about the signs of commitment folks, why they tend to struggle with commitment, how heartbreak can impact people's ability to commit, and a lot more, then this is the episode for you. But before we get into the episode, we're going to do a this or that session where I ask you a few questions and you choose which one you would prefer if you had to make a choice. You cool with that? Yep. All right. So the first one, give a person a chance that you know has a commitment problem or roll out after you see the red flag. And this is me personally, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give them a chance. All right. Uh, would you prefer a situationship or a committed relationship? Committed relationship. All right. And then the last one is ghosting or directly telling someone that you're not interested. I'm new to the communicating <laughs> that I'm not interested part. You say you're new to it? Yeah, I'm new to it. All right. But that's the one you would choose? Uh-huh. For sure now. If you asked me like a year and a half ago, I'm going with the ghost. <laughs> all right and i noticed your first time on the pod so you might not know but all guests have to share which character they're most like and think like a man before we start the episode uh, <laughs> do you know the characters or you know which one you go with i'm not really like i mean i don't know not like kevin hart for sure <laughs> well you yeah you're not married <laughs> divorced <laughs> God, uh we had the player that was zeke uh, Michael Ely was the dreamer. Um, the dude that's in power, the little, um, what's his name? It was a um, mix between, like, I mean, I want to say Michael Ely, but I also see, like, not <laughs> a little bit like Cuz that was, he stayed at home with his mom, right? Yeah, the mama's boy. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but to an extent, but more like Michael Ely. All right, so the dreamer and the mama's boy, yeah. but more like Michael Ely. All right, that's cool. All right, so everybody sit back, turn the volume up, and get ready as we try to see something. Okay, what are the signs that your commitment phobe or someone that you're interested in or in a relationship with might be one? For me, I would say, I mean, it's hard to really pick up the signs early, I think. But I mm-hmm. say, like, the more you get into it and, like, the more things seem to be consistent mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere it's kind of like a like a halt or like a... A pullback. Where, yeah, where it's like, you know, you you can, you know, you're not forcing it, but you can see the build. Like, you can see it's building and then there's, like, an abrupt halt where it's, like, you know, some time going by and, it's, you know, I wouldn't say you waiting for it, but you like, you know, something's just, you can feel something is up, you know? Mm-hmm. I say, like, a lot of times, like, me personally, I would, like, tend to, like, fall back when, because I am I think I'm a commitment, or I was a commitment folk, so mm-hmm. I feel like I would tend to, like, fall back when, like, I know I got to put in this effort, or I know I got to, you know, I can see myself being with this person consistent, but if I got to do this effort, then 
I don't really feel like doing right now because I don't really know if it's it and I'm not getting shown as it. I want to just back away. It makes me back up, you know. But I'm confused. So you said you were a commitment phobe and then... I only say work because I know like acknowledging it is like, all right, now you got to push through. You can't be that type of person. Are you saying that you know that you know that you like somebody and you know you got to put in effort, but you also are unsure if they're the one that you really want to be with. Yeah, so like, you... <laughs> I mean, like, all right, all right, for the, for the question, say, like, for the committophobe, like, signs, of course, you're going to have, like, hesitancy, you know. You're going to have, like, your times where you're going to have flashes of, like, they like you a lot and then, like, you they you feel like they don't, like, they iffy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's, like, the two most common up front. And then you're going to have, like, if you're with that person, like, you may be in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Then, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, for example, um, y'all in a relationship for some time, but they don't want to move in with you yet, like, a, as, a, as a big, clear, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they're not ready for that yet, you know? It's mm-hmm. kind of like a big one, but it's a sample of like not ready to really jump into being with somebody. And then right. my biggest thing with like the the signs is, you know, it's like what would they like their past experiences that lead them to be that way. Mm-hmm. I think being in a long term relationship that's stagnant, you can kind of see signs. Like you said, moving in is a big one. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when people are together for like ten plus years, and you know. One person want to get married, the other one's unsure. You're not progressing in any way. So that's like yeah. another. Then it's like you with somebody all that time. And it's like, damn. Like, so what, what do you do? Like, how do you, how long do you stick around? I mean, that's like the, to go back to you. Like when you asked me this or that about like what I be with a person who I know got a commitment issue. It's like, you got to, being that person, you got to understand Kind of try to understand what they like, what they trying to go through, what they're trying to get over as a fear of commitment. So there is a mm-hmm. limit, but it's like really about how much you're willing to put up with. You know what I mean? Like somebody yeah. may be like, "All right, it's been some, it's been a few years, and I'm I'm trying to go see what else is out here because you clearly don't want to settle down." Then you can have somebody that's seeing a person that's worth it. So they just like, I feel like that's the better, the best kind of way. They just grow through it together. Type. But it's hard because, really like, put no time frame on it, you know. Because I mean, you can, com- I think communication is the big thing. Because, like, at the end of the day, right, you two different mm-hmm. people, one of you guys have commitment problems, the other one probably does not. Because I don't see two people with commitment problems in a relationship because that's just not a th- It's like two avoidant people dating, they don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I could, I wouldn't say in a relationship in the moment, but I could say meet each other and like. Com- like communicate what like you know what I'm saying where they both can see that where they communicated like they have that fear and they they push through that I see that working out like mm-hmm. like that could see that being like a perfect match where they that was understood so it was no force there was no if they or if and when they do like get to you know finally committing it's like there was no force because they both understood like and it got to be it's like you know I feel like. When you acknowledge that about yourself, it's got to be some digging. So, you know, you have to know what, not, I, you don't have to know what made you this way or whatever, but you would have to, like, kind of see, like, what experiences you went through that kind of had you afraid to. Yeah, but that's that's deep work. Not everybody's yeah, trying to do that. Is, that. And that's, I mean, not a lot of people, I mean, 
I'm, I'm only assuming a lot of people really don't take the time to dig that deep. So yeah, because it's probably traumatic. But yeah. like I was saying, like with the uh, people that in a relationship and one of the people you know don't want to further the relationship, whether that's moving in, whether that's getting married or whatever. I think like communicating is important, but I also think like at the end of the day, like people need to have their needs met. So if it comes to a point where that's not happening and you've communicated like with your partner and it's still not happening, it's probably time to go. You know what I mean? Like you can't just sit in something that's not fulfilling you. And then it can be a waste of time. Right. It's a waste of time. There's no progress or no, like if they're not even attempting to like try or you guys can't compromise and see like eye to eye on what y'all want to happen in a relationship. I think like it's time to go, (laughs) you know, like, Nah, for sure. That's the some, I mean, you do have your times where it's like, I mean, that person can't. You, it, it depends. That like, person could be worth it. That's the only time where it's like, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, you don't have forever though. So, mm-hmm. and at the say, that's why the person who is the committed phobe, like, hopefully, will understand that about themselves or to an extent where they can, you know, have a have the. I don't want to say the decency, but, you know, understand that about... So it's like they know that person can't wait forever either, though. You know, they can't just be selfish with it. Cause yeah, but if, if the person's the not will, leaving... Yeah, that's you know the thing, I mean? y'all might as well just... If, if the other person's not leaving, then the person with commitment issues is not... Like, it's convenient. Like, they don't... Like, not that you got to give them an ultimatum or nothing, but, like, yeah. if they're going to stick around with it, I don't need to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I would think about it, but who knows? Are there any other ways that you can like kind of spot one? I feel like it's kind of like generic to say somebody that has like multiple, like a lot of different females. Like it's kind of like you know, because a lot of people say that's just like nature or human nature, or whatever. But I mean, I feel like in some cases that's like you know, you don't want to be with one, so. And, and some people say like you. Know, some people like the polygamy, right? You know that's yeah, but that's you know, like but commitment people, too. But some that's... people really just like, and it is for sure. But I'm saying some people really like just can't be with one person because of whatever reason. So they be with multiple people. Like I met some people like that before. It's like they really like were with multiple people though, like but not committed to just one. So you think that's a. Uh sign of someone with commitment problems or is that just a lifestyle that they yeah i guess I, I guess that's not like a sign you right let me think or like, like i mean what that's, if, it's it's kind of hard to just like meet like talk to somebody or like i mean without like getting to know them whatever but like off the rip it's kind of hard to just spot like you you like you don't want to be in a relationship i mean you can <laughs> I mean, say you can hear too. no you could hear like how they talk sometimes like Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, like I mean, a big or like one, past I mean, relationships. It's, it's it's like this. It's like if it was a Venn diagram. It's like there's a fall under different, you know, in different areas or whatever. Like if you talk about not following through, like definitely coming up with good plans, but like and sounding like they want to do it but not following through. And mm-hmm. that's not only a, but it's you can look at that too. It's like different things like that you can pick up. Like okay, this person mm-hmm. may like me, but. They not really like really trying to commit, but that's right. also like saying like is somebody really interested in you or not? You know, but, yeah. You know, I mean, it would yeah, take you hard. some time. You really have to spend a little time around that person to see like 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 the like the best way like like you said was for real like to be with somebody and see like how much how long before 
But sometimes you can't get to that point. You can't be with somebody because. Right. No, that's a fact. Yeah. But I don't want to just say sit here and take notes neither. Like, we well, used to, all right, so they said we're going to do this and we didn't, but they like me. Like, you can't just do that. But at the same time, those are the, those are the pre-signs before you get into where it's like, all right, now you know this person does not want to commit. Yeah, that's true. I, I definitely agree with that. How much of a role do you think family dynamics play when it comes to commitment? I think it's huge. Because, like I said, I think because everything is out of habit for real. So, like, growing up, somebody growing up and watching, I don't hope I'm getting at the right dynamic, like, growing up and watching, you know what I'm saying, parents together mm-hmm. is going to be different from somebody watching their parents who is in and out of relationships. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like a really, like, it's a broad, you know, it's a grand scheme because it's like you got families who are big families where you've seen like all different sides where it's like like me personally I got family where I've seen aunts and uncles together my whole life I've mm-hmm. seen the, the aunts that you know the aunt that been single her whole life I've seen my family's little you know they've been this old, in and out of relationships and stuff so it's like at that point it's like when you're getting older I look at it like you kind of lean towards what you like what you like and that's what I kind of looked at like my grandparents stayed together forever so I look at that a lot and mm-hmm. try to really look at that now and more recent as I was trying to, you know, grow out of the commit- commitment stuff. But it's like, at the same time, if you're growing up looking at in and out of relationships, you're going to be accustomed to that. That's kind of what's going to be like, not normal to you, but it's going to be okay. So it's going to be something where you're not going to... You've seen it. You're not going to feel no type of way as much as somebody who's never like seen somebody go through that. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time yeah. you see things, you see, you can see the experience. You know, you you can kind of relate when you. But it's like if you've never seen that before, you never seen like somebody just getting out of relationships. So you meet somebody, and you think I met somebody like my family, like my dad met his wife. My dad met his wife like this, and then she bounced on some. So you you gonna be torn. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be totally different from somebody who's like, oh, all right, I'm accustomed to this, and then so going forward being in a relationship is going to be tougher, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even like sometimes maybe not even like seeing your parents fight for one another. Yeah. You know, just like easily letting it, walking out. I mean, Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. like It makes you not, I mean, it shows you don't really have to fight for anything. Or like, what about people who have like in the military and they have families and they move around a lot? Like, yeah. I wonder how I mean, much that has. Even that impact. dynamic, it's, it's still like you could be in that dynamic and your parent like say... Your parents, or you, I don't know, how, I'm not really um, sure how it works, so excuse my ignorance, but it's like, say they both stationed there, or the, the husband and wife's in the military, and they got a husband and wife with them, and like they move, always moving together. That still mm-hmm. could be a, even though you're always on the go, you seeing how that, that could just be something you're looking and longing for when you get older. It's like a woman that's gonna move around with me like that, which mm-hmm. could be like a gift and a curse because it's already putting like a, you know, giving you a standard that you wanna hold against her, but. At the yeah. same time, it's like it can be good because you're still seeing the the dynamic of committing to somebody and seeing how it works. Because it's all about to me, it's like seeing how two people really work together. Like, you know? yeah, that's a good point. I ain't, I ain't yeah. think of it in that aspect. Like, as long as the, are you saying like as long as like the parents are kind of like committed to one another mm-hmm. and like have a good household yeah. going on, then and then it's like in a deep. I mean, uh, you know, everything is perspective too, and then commitment to the job too. It's like being just commitment period so it's like they travel like that for like that was their job like they had no choice they had to do what they had to do it could be mm-hmm. another different perspective but 
at the same time, like you're saying, moving around like that, being on the go, still the same. Like, if you're accustomed to that, you, I mean, not everybody just follows in the people's footsteps. So say they want to do something else, they want to do something more in the art world or whatever, then they're going to be more accustomed to traveling and doing shit. They're not going to be used to really settle down. Like, that's, that's a whole different ball game, you know? Yeah, Definitely I get it. It's like a slippery slope for real. I remember, like, um, you play college ball or whatever. So mm. I had a coach. You know, I mean, I'm sure it was like this everywhere. Basically, in college, you know, people are quitting or transferring, like, all the time, mid-season, end of the season or whatever. And I remember one of my coaches, she was like, if she had a child, she would make her finish that season before she allowed her to quit because she had committed to doing something. Because, you know, like, college ball, that could be mentally stressing, like, it's awful. It's mentally taxing sometimes. And I'm like, nah, like if my kid wanted to quit <laughs> because it was too much for them, you know, I would let them go. But like, is that good? Just allowing your child to like, not even on a college level, because you're an adult, you can make your own decisions. But like saying you have like a little 10 or 11 year old, you sign them up for basketball. They don't like basketball. They're ready to quit after the third practice. They want to go do try soccer. Like, do you make them stay with that basketball until the season's over, or you allow them to go try something new? You know, I, I mean, not a dad yet, but definitely <laughs> plan on being one one day. So for sure, like, unless he's miserable, that that's a like that's a good lesson though, that I never even really thought about trying to teach it in that way. But the lesson being bigger than the, the sport, like, I would mm-hmm. try to definitely find a way to communicate that with you know what I'm saying. So it's not like I'm just being harsh and making them do something that I want him to do or whatever, but definitely like try to teach like the, you committed, you trying to, you say you want to do something, you want to try it out, see it through. Cause especially younger, the younger you are, it's like, I don't, I work with kids. So a lot of kids are so quick to just be like, I'm not doing that. I'm done with this before they even get to see like if they like it or not. They get to see the little end result and be like, Oh, I want to do it now. Like, Mm -hmm. so if it's a kid for sure, like it's like, nah, like stick with it. And even in like with college, I would say, I I can use myself as an example of somebody who I, I had to stick with it. Like my my first year didn't go how I wanted it to go. I mean, like, mm-hmm. but I like I would have definitely re- wholeheartedly regretted it. Like if I would have went with the thought of just you know this is go to school. So mm-hmm. I think like that's a that is a good push, and it it would I I think it would build character. Like you know how coaches say that should build character. Like, yeah, it do. Yeah. Like I never really thought of it till. I guess when I was like planning for this episode, like, damn, like that's committing. Like <laughs> you're yeah. teaching your child at a young age, like the importance of, I guess, committing to yeah. something that you said you want to do. Yeah. And I like other lessons we have to come with it. Like, you know, look into why you want to do it and why not next time you pick something, but still mm-hmm. you can commit to something you say you're going to do. And follow through. Right. Cause then they'll just keep doing that all throughout their life. Like they don't have to commit to nothing. <laughs> like, they want to start a new uh, business or something. They probably be in and out of that mm-hmm. just because that's how they were like growing up. But I'm glad you even brought up that point though about that being a son or like you know somebody who in that job. Mm-hmm. Why do you think some people struggle with commitment? Um, I would say like past heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, my like, def- I mean that's like my biggest one, honestly. Past heartbreaks? Um, besides, because what, besides, you fear? Yeah, like just fear. Like literally being afraid to give somebody your all again, in a mm-hmm. sense. Depending upon what level, you know, how old we talking. 
we tell them now though, like yeah, like give somebody, especially at you know, cause you really want. I think I would think around this age, you know, or late twenties, early thirties, you want to meet somebody if you're not already with them to be like the. I'm not trying to meet nobody else after this. In this, right? You know what I mean? Especially like the whole bring them home, meet your family, all that stuff, that dynamic. So it's like just trying to, trying to, um, I guess you would say, really judge though and see is this person. You know, is this is it? It's hard, and and that's like all based off. I think a lot of times, um, basing shit off the past, heartbreak. I would say also like I say family dynamic though. Like when you asked me that already, that was already like, I think that's a major role. I think mm-hmm. um, is why people like they'll be because if you're accustomed to just a, it's not the fact that you're gonna be like that because you're accustomed to seeing it, but. It's like you're gonna be just so you kind of used to it, especially like a common thing where you was growing up or not like growing up, whether it's friends, whatever it is, it uses commonly um, just in and out of relationship, seeing people in and out of relationship. So it's like you're gonna be okay with that thought versus like more or less trying to fight. Right. So it's gonna build up the habit, especially if you don't check it. It's like I I, I know I said it like three, four times, but I, I really say that everything is habit. So it's like, that becomes a subconscious habit where it's just building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that, I really believe between those two, because I, I that's the only two ways I've really got seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you nah. brought up what about music. like options? We talked about this earlier, like options, like thinking you'll find something better. Isn't that what you were kind of saying earlier? Yeah, I mean, okay, but that's in the. You're right, and like when we were talking about that, I was like definitely speaking like from uh, um, like my own. Uh, Personal, so like coming from heartbreak, but also yeah, somebody who, who believes they're like you can have somebody who believes there's somebody out there for them. So it's like you may they may meet somebody who's, you know, everything they would really want, but they just they don't feel like it's that person. Like they can still think like God got somebody out here for me, or they just know this person is over there or over the one ever, and she moved to L.A. but she could move back or whatever, or that person could be the one and got away, but. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the way. If you have that in your heart, and, it's, and you haven't let that go, still trying to be with somebody else, you gonna that's gonna have a jam, you know. For sure, yeah. You know that yeah. book I told you about, the attached. They kind of talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the Phantom X and it's another one called like the One, but both of those I think mm-hmm. is true. Like for me personally, I, I for a minute Miles was my little Phantom X, right? So it was like. Mm-hmm. Doing dealing with that was like trying to talk to people, but still thinking like comparing them to her. Yeah, like comparing them to her, thinking like, uh, like honestly, like thinking like, right, if I can do this or do this right for her, I can do it for her. Like, mm-hmm. Go back type, you know. It was just like, and I was in the early stages, but it was like it's real. What about expectations? So, like from the other person, or like even. Um, the person with commitment issues might assume that they know what the other person wants and then they place that expectation or like pressure yeah. on themselves. I mean, or like feeling it. like they'll lose their freedom, I guess is what it really is. Like, Yeah, I mean, definitely like, okay, I see what you're saying for sure. And I didn't think about, but especially like somebody who you could just take your, I mean, I don't know if I want to say your average person, but just somebody who just like, but it hasn't been in a relationship in a while, but you know, is getting is getting afraid of losing 
the ability to really do what they want, even though before that, most times before that was saying, I want to be in a relationship. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't even know how what to call that though, because that's, that's definitely fear, because you didn't act, you know, most people be like, damn, I want somebody, I want somebody, then they meet them and they get afraid because they're not going to not be quote unquote free anymore. You know? Yeah, but like, I feel like that stems from something though. That's why I just say, like, I think it, I guess I, my answer is broad, too broad, like, because I said, like, basically, because I think it stems from it got to be either some type of, Past where it's like you got free from a relationship before and you value this freedom so much from that that it's like I'm about to give it up. I mean, clearly for somebody that may be worth it, you think it's worth it, but do you know it's worth it? But like, why can't people be free? Like, why do, why do, this is an avoidant attachment thing. Like, people with this attachment, they think they are going to lose their independence, but why can't you still have your independence and freedom while talking to or being with someone? Like, I don't get why people. I mean, some situations you do lose your freedom and stuff. A lot of it clear. is assumptions, I think. Like, a right. lot of it is you, you assume that they're going to say something or judge you based off what you or what you normally do in a certain, in a situation. Like, um, say so, like, what you post on the gram. Like, example, what you post on the gram, like, you may feel like, damn, I can't post about. And it may not be something disrespectful, but it may be eyebrow raising. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I can't post this now um, because I know that. Well, I'm assuming she's or she or she don't feel in type of way. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I really believe now. I mean, I do believe in changing, and you have to grow yourselves. But I do believe heavily in being who you are and finding somebody that like like that. Not to say that should be a part of it, but like that who you are. That's who you are. That's a part of what you do. That's who, like your everyday. That's what you post. A person should. Like you for what you do, with who you are. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I mean, they probably liked you when you was doing it anyway. I mean, at the same time, you want to be respectful. Like losing freedom wise, it's like a lot of people just assume I can't do this now. So it's all it's like a self inflicted like cage you put on yourself. Where it's like you assuming they ain't gonna like you because oh they ain't gonna fuck with it because I I put this up there. They gotta chill. And that's just one example. It's a lot of different things like smoking, drinking, whatever. You know, you do like you may get home and just take a drink real quick. But you're dealing with somebody that sh- that may show you some signs they're not drinking like that, so you can't you don't think you can do you no more. You know, mm. I you, I didn't see a lot of situations like that before, for sure. Do you think it like comes back to like people comparing to their ex? Like, oh, my ex used to trip when I used to post certain stuff on Instagram. I can't really do that with her. Definitely the for sure. Person. Some like some of that for sure. Like I think like, most of I me, mean, majority I think maybe, and sometimes just Wanting to be like, oh no, like you know, you don't, you never get the second chance to make a first impression. So it's like you, you already done, you you are clicking. So it's like you just try, you try to, I don't know, like I don't, I'm an overthinker. So it's like you try to do better. You try to be like not mm-hmm. perfect, but you just try to do things better. So you feel like, all right, you know, let me not do that right now. But normally you would, like you know what I mean. But we could you definitely, try to. I mean, isn't that just growing from your past experiences? I mean, I was gonna say, really though, let me think. That's a good. I mean, it can be, but at the same time, though, not if it's something that you like. Say it. Say it's not something that you really are. Like you think you need to change it. Like, if you don't think you need to change it in your life, and you're just doing it, like mm-hmm. if we're gonna take like the taking that you just got off work, let me take the shot real quick. Um, yeah, that's something that you don't feel like you need to change, but at the same time. You think you're assuming that person may not, they may look at you funny for doing it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. like, no, nah, that's not really growth. I don't think that's just you limiting you, like what you really, like you putting yourself in a cage, you not, you not feeling as free as you would be if you were single, where that it really wouldn't matter. 
Right. So basically, then, you're right. It all comes down to assumptions. Yeah, right? it's just, that's all. That's why I was saying it really come down to just you was like assuming. Like I think the freedom thing is just literally like connected. Unless it's communicated, it's connected yeah. to. And at, I mean, we're at the point now. Where it's like if that's communicated, that you're not seeing eye to eye on something that you feel like is a part of you. Mm-hmm. What do you? I mean, what do you? Yes. Yeah, not what are you doing? Because I guess you you may see something that's worth working it out. Mhm. And then another one I had. Um, when I was thinking about this question, I had, uh, I think a lot of it comes down to emotional intelligence. So like, I don't think people with commitment issues, I don't think they're self-aware of like knowing what they're feeling or understanding what they're feeling. I think like a lot of them, they, they prefer to suppress their emotions because many people who have commitment problems, basically, I mean, the reality is they have a deep fear of intimacy. Mm-hmm. They don't like to be vulnerable because of the possibility of getting hurt or because they have trust issues. So not committing to people is like the safe option. And it allows you to like have some control over your situation or your emotions and like allows you to ignore like how you feel. So I think like emotional intelligence is what a lot of it comes down to. Yeah. You don't have to acknowledge that stuff. Cause you just get out. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do it. You don't have to I could just pull away. Yeah, we got close, but I could just pull away because this yeah, I mean, makes that, me uncomfortable. It becomes a point where that's like, it's like you saying, like it's a it's a subconscious thing where it's not even like as like the committed folk person themselves. They may not even see themselves doing it, or like they just may see as as you being a person that's like say you don't have the phobia or whatever. So you, you know, you can see things working out versus, and so you're just doing naturally what you would do to move forward versus. Me being like somebody who, all right, I got, I don't, I don't fuck with being committed. That's like, oh man, like you, you, it would, it would look like you're doing too much. I guess I'm trying to say, like, it would be like, and it would, you know, all right, let me just, and having options is like, all right, I'm just gonna lean on this side for a little bit, let that mm-hmm. cool off. It's like a prime example. It's like, you know, but you're hurting yourself if you actually like. Yeah, that but if it's subconscious, you don't know that because you just thinking. Literally, like, oh, it's, this isn't because you're so used to it. So when it's getting uncomfortable for you, like, I just get uncomfortable because this is not what I'm used to. Let me, um, let me back up a little bit. And if I got to, I'll ghost. But I mean, just let me, you know. I just don't get it. But that's like you're saying, and but it's you. Can, it's lack of it. The uh, what, what you would call the intelligence you said. <laughs> emotional intelligence. Yeah, emotional intelligence. Yeah, you said you know. And that's kind of what it's like. You don't you don't understand the fact that you're 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 doing yourself a disservice. But I was doing myself a disservice. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you got to learn though. Yeah. But once you once you start to learn, it, it's something that you definitely you got to you got to like kind of not not you know not get to the traumatic part. But you you don't I don't think so yourself. But you got to tap in a little bit to understand like to give to be able to give somebody a full chance and like really. Unless you, you give yourself time, because I was just talking like about like how people we human nature like we 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 literally make mistakes by nature and learn mm-hmm. from them and grow from them. Some people learn faster than others. We get told that all the time. Mm-hmm. But it, with relationships, it's like we go from one to another to another. So it's like it's leaving no room for error. It's leaving no room for this next person to mess up. Like and. Maybe do something that the last person did, but it may be for a total different reason. But because it's it just happened, and you know, I mean, I, I don't have no room for error right now, so you can't mess up. Even though by nature you mess up, I can't deal with it. 
You know, that's mm-hmm. a big problem. I think it's just time. Because people got to be willing to just put the time in and sit back and say, like, all right, let me just relax first and then get to it. That is, yeah. And the committal, I feel like com- committal folks maybe be the person that just jumped right. Like, I just want to be with somebody, but not this much. So let me just find somebody. Let me get that big. My, my subconscious loves this beginning state. Let me just jump over here, but not get past that. So when you do get close, you run, right? Is yeah, that, I mean, or you pull away, or whatever you want to call it. I would, I would say pull away, and that's why I would say this is like, it's pull away, but at the same time, you look to get you, you do look to get pulled in, though. It's not like well, I can, I, I don't know if I can. That's for every any every committed folk, but I'm saying like. A lot of times it gets to the point where if it's like you, if it's a comparison type situation where it's pulling out, you're just looking for, you know, that uh, reassurance or a, a little extra like. All right, so maybe, when maybe you're looking for is, when you pull away, you're looking for when you pull away somebody to kind of like show you that you shouldn't. In a sense, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? In a sense, yeah. Like some, well, I mean, yeah. In a sense, they like show you. And and I'm assuming that they are like, and that's that's why it's, this rarely happens. You gotta assume like this person can see you fading away and don't want you to. Like this is like, I don't know how many cases that is where it's like they don't want you to go and they can see that you not you know you fading away. They gotta you know they'll be willing to know like I can see you. I can see that you hesitant, but I'm reassuring and they you know be patient all the you know nine. But mm, so do you think commitment folks know when they're pulling away? If you're aware, that's like kind of what you, like you, you kind of got to be aware that that's what you want, I think. Or it's going to be hard because you're not going to look at You're not going to be looking at it as it's signed. You're just going to be looking. They're going to be looking at it from a not selfish point of view, but from a they just going to be checking whatever their list of like, all right, maybe this is or whatever's whatever they're accustomed to to make them start backing up. That's just all they're going to be just naturally reacting to until they acknowledge like, oh, I do that. Oh, mm-hmm. I do that. Mm-hmm. I definitely do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I know earlier we talked about, I think the first thing you said was like uh, breakups can be one of the big reasons why people struggle with commitment. Mm. So like how does getting your heart broken impact a person's dating life when they already struggle with commitment and vulnerability? For lack of a better word, I just think it sucks. I mean, like you ever like, <laughs> you ever like, got into a hot car on a hot day, right? Mm-hmm. And then turned the car on and turned on the AC. You thought you turned on the AC, but the heat started blowing. Uh-huh. It, that's it's hot. Like, it's <laughs> like, it just adds to the, like, you know what I mean? Let's add in two words. I feel like it make you, I don't want to say, like, you got to just go get help at that point. But it's like, it would take, it would, it would take some time to heal you because you're already afraid to commit. Because if you're committed, you have a phobia of committing. You're afraid of committing, but you have given somebody like your chance to where they had enough power to break your heart. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take a lot of time before you can. I feel like trust, even like trust, because that's like you. You start. You feel it. That's abandonment. It's a lot of different things that come with that that you gonna feel. So it'll take some time. And like, I mean, I've been heartbroken. I feel like. There's a number of different ways. I feel like I've been three different ways, but I'm about to, I can add a fourth because I would even say, like, outside of relationship, like sport wise, like 
Mm-hmm. It was like being heartbroken from that after like being afraid to commit to like the overseas jump. Like so commit being afraid to commit to it, then committing to it and then you know what I'm saying, and not working out. Right. Like going through that that was mm-hmm. that was a trauma on its own. I feel like I feel like a lot of I'm not I don't mean to go hoopers, but a lot of hoopers feel that that you know, no, that's a good one. No, no, they got it. Like you, because at some point you know, all right, I gotta commit. I gotta be two feet in, and then right. you make that jump, and then it's like you think it's working out, whatever. Then it's like, damn, what do I kind of do next? That's like relationship is like if you already afraid to commit, then you jump two feet in with somebody, and it's going good, and then you get heartbroken. It's like, you know, it's all and and a lot of times though, I feel like that type of trauma gets gets tough. Right, it's not dealt with. Mm-mm. It's unresolved trauma. Perfect. And that's what leads to the, you know, I think that's what leads. I, I, I could say, like, maybe that's another way that leads to it. Like, you, maybe you're not a committed foe, but you somebody who has constantly seen just, like, inconsistent relationships, or you constantly grew up seeing or always seeing just, you know, people not committed to anything. And then you get your heart broke. That could be a equation for commitment. Because it's like, damn, I'm terrified. Mm. So basically, like you're scared that, basically you're scared that it'll end the same way as yeah. it did when you got and your heartbroken. And that's like, you know, in my mind, it's like, but you got to let go of the pain, you know, let it go. And that's just because that's what type of time I want. But a lot of people. No, nah, I mean, that's aren't. very much easier said than Yeah, me. exactly. It's like, it's so much easier. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can read all the books, you can do whatever, but I just, I swear it's just time, like time. Mm-hmm. Like that, you got to just. But you have it to deal with it. Like you can't just t- like we like you were saying like unresolved trauma. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're you're scarred or you have like unhealed wounds of like how your past relationships ended or things that you know didn't go how you wanted to with the person that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And so when you go talk to somebody new, they probably keep triggering those unhealed wounds, and they have no idea. You know, like is that that's not really their fault? No, it's like not. I don't. No, it's not, and that's. That's what causes the the friction, I think. You know, right? But that's something like I would say as a, as even like when, you know, it's two sides. So on the other side, it's like a lot of times people start to, they take things like personal. You know, where it's like, I mean, there's no way of knowing if it's not being communicated, but they assume somebody else's actions because they're committed for, they're act, they maybe they don't want to be with me versus it being the foe being afraid. So it's like they take it personally. Yeah, but how can you how can you figure out the two? The answer, I think, is communication. But <laughs> how do people figure yes, it out it's now? It's very easy to assume. Like, yeah, this dude or this girl, she don't they don't want to be with me. Yeah, well, really, yeah. they 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 are very interested. They just are scared out of their mind. So it's like I literally, like I know, and I I feel like I should do myself and like try to communicate. I feel like I've been right there did that recently. Just assume uh, being the which part, which side? I like I was. I just assumed they wasn't really wasn't rocking with me. Oh, yeah. right. See, and you you didn't communicate. She didn't communicate, and so yeah, yeah. yeah. See, like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's when I think it kind of sucks, though. Like I feel like it's one thing. Like cool, everybody don't have to like you. You know, like people get over that. But I think like when it's a fear thing. Usually, I feel like if it's communicated, it could be worked out. But like the fear is a different ball game. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta think too. Like it's certain. It's like I don't think it's levels. I, it's levels to fear, I guess you could say. Because I mean, it's 
you actually being afraid and then you actually understanding that fear is like, you know, it's just a, a mental thing. It's just, you can just throw it out eventually if you just focus on throwing it out right. But Wait, for some, there's the a difference. People, it's just fear. Like they are actually afraid. Like you got your person that is afraid of big dogs so will not go near no big dogs. And you got somebody that eventually, like they see somebody, their mans keep petting that dog. So eventually, you know what? I'll give it a try. You know, mm-hmm. it's two different levels to that. So it's like, People who like really are afraid, you kind of like. It sucks that they're like that, but you can't knock them for whatever experiences got them. They they just have to grow through that. Yeah, you somebody can. who's more cognizant, like yeah, I understand that. It's like or I understand that. Even if if you don't understand that you have the fault, but you like you don't you don't understand you're committed fault, but you do understand that fear is something where you can get over it. Like it's 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 mental, then. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta find you. You more likely where you should find a better. You can find a way more likely than somebody who's not. If that makes sense, it's like somebody who just is afraid for real. Like I'm terrified. You want to be with somebody. It's like I don't. It, it, you got to get to a point. I think where you just don't want to have at least a you know a friend. But even at that point, commend to friendship. I've had that issue before too. Like commend to just being friend. Like actually commend to hitting up my friends consistently, checking on everybody like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't. It's a it's relationship. Good. It's work. Yeah. It's I mean, work. I mean, it depends on what you... I don't call it relationship work because I, I feel like you should be enjoying that shit. You can enjoy work. Some people enjoy what they do. I don't I don't, I don't. know. That's what I mean. Like, if you play in the NBA, outside the school, you like I don't job. call. I don't call, like... When, I, when I'm on, like, the, the charts and stuff, I don't mm-hmm. consider that work. I, it is hard work. But it's it's I don't consider it work because I like enjoy it. For, so perspective wise, for me, I don't I don't think it's hard work. Like if you, I, I look at like the relationship, like because it's something I want, I'm I, I'm going to enjoy doing those things. So it's like who this is for? I guess I'm, that's it's the it's the fear though. It's like it's just the person, but all the all the work that come with it is what I want to do for sure. If that makes sense. So wait, say that again. You saying the fear is the person, but it's the work like, is more what or less you... like if, is this person like somebody who's basing off past experiences? All right, so is this person going to do? Like I gave her my all. Even all right, hold on, I'm about to change it up. I gave them my all, and was that enough? Like now I'm afraid if I give her my all, it's not going to be enough. So she about to go look for more. As a fear, it's like I, somebody could be terrified of that, or just terrified of them the actions that you did to them. They're going to repeat, repeat the action. Mm. You know, that's, mm. I don't know why, but that'd be like a real thing. For me. Yeah, I get you. I'm not, I'm not enough. Like, but that's like, what I'm not enough, me? but like, that's self sabotage. That's an insecurity. Like, yeah, but you, you tell me insecurity there. But that's, right. it, it, we, like, we, yeah, we, <laughs> you're right. But that is what it is, though. Like, that's, that's what it, a lot of times it would be. Yeah, you feel like you're not worthy. Yeah. Self sabotage is a real thing. And it makes you like talk yourself out of something that's probably good for you mm-hmm. because you're scared. So you'll usually create obstacles when there are none. They're because, not even there. Yeah. yeah, because you feel like you're not worthy. Like people literally create something out of nothing, so so it can fit the narrative in their mind that they've been conditioned to. You know yeah. what your insecurities do to you. That that for me, like that's like the that's what fear is to me, and like. Big in relationship, outside relationship. That's what holds people back. I think for sure it's building mental obstacles. Yeah, it's a mental. It's like it's a it's a fight or flight 
yeah. response and people with commitment issues usually flight. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm out. Because they because they can't sit in a little discomfort of I guess intimacy. They yeah. think intimacy is a scary thing, but we all need intimacy. We all don't need to be in committed relationships. Like people can have a lifestyle where, you know, they like to do different things or be with a bunch of different people. But like I think intimacy is something that every person needs. So you gotta get yeah. over that fear. That's what they say in the psychology class. Yeah, I'm with that psychology stuff. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up, uh, the last question is: What do you think can be done to help people get over their fear of commitment? We said communication, which I think you could do. But I think besides somebody like <laughs> maybe therapy, maybe like actually, yeah, deep, not maybe. Up. But also, uh, under, like somebody else understanding. I feel like, like me personally, like just I'm gonna keep it hot. Like we're being getting ready for this. I even got to like dig down it because I'm open to like really digging. So I was like thinking about some deep stuff, and I was like, dang, like actually taking the time to think about it. Or so mm-hmm. having somebody that understands too, or just having a person now you in a somebody you with, but like just a friend or somebody that's understanding that you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that I understand a person can help for sure in communication. Yeah. Number I think one therapy. for sure therapy though. Like if you, yeah. if you if you if you like can't figure it out or you like you just feel like why am I in and out? Why what's going on? Like stuff you can go talk and figure out deeply like there could be something like whether it was when you was nine, six, you could be six, seven years old with something you'd seen. It's literally like that. So people don't understand it that small. That's how much you really do remember. You just don't consciously remember. But mm-hmm. subconsciously, it could be something that small. Whereas like when you were eight and you saw this. Right. And from there, like you handled situations similar to that. And it led to this. Mm-hmm. Like we said about the person who job to job, all the, it don't it don't gotta be just relationship. But now when you deal with relationship, this is how you act. Right. You know. Yeah. I think there's levels to this commitment issue thing. Like some people is is deeply rooted. Mm-hmm. Others is small, but it's a some thing. Some could be just like a fun thing too. Like like the the freedom thing could be a fun thing where it don't even gotta be as deep as you boxing yourself. It could just be like. I want to be able to go to this, go out and still do me. Like you losing that freedom because you committed to somebody where you can't do that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it could be, you just want to have fun. Like, right. You hear yeah. that a lot. I just want to have fun. Like, I'm not trying to. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like no, that's no, just no, where no, you I'm are in life. Not, not yeah, yeah, yeah I know you're not saying that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just where you are. Everybody going to figure it out. Whatever it is, they going to figure it out. Yeah. People got to just stop grabbing the wrong tops for their pot and then trying to make that fit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, she don't want to do that. That's now. Then let go ahead and find somebody that's with what you do. Mm-hmm. And then I think if you people do decide to go to therapy, you know, do the work to figure that stuff out. I think after you finish doing the work, I think you have to feel confident and trust in yourself that you've done enough work to get over your fear of commitment. So like when the right situation presents itself and it makes sense and it's what you want to do, you're not scared to do it. Yeah, time. Or if you're in a relationship, you know what I mean? You are more open to taking the next steps to commit a little further if that's what y'all want. Like Mm -hmm. you have to trust that you've done the work, the necessary work, I think. And that's, that that for me is time. Like that's, I should have had, that should be number two on that thing would help time. Like, time. Actually, like real time, like not just because I mean, even 
you can still be like not in a relationship. You could be single as you are, but still actively trying to just meet women, you know, with that mm-hmm. phobia still tucked. So it's like you don't give it time, like where you just focused on really bettering yourself, like literally focused on what they say, focus on you and your stuff. You'll have more self-awareness. You said what? You'll have more self-awareness. Yeah. You know, and then you, I mean, again, like, it helps to be actively working at it, too, like actively understanding your commitment phobia, so doing whatever you feel like you should do to get over it, but focusing on you and focusing on what you got going on, that time, over time, you know, that would because I, I, I do believe we all naturally grow, kind of, like, we're, we are, so as you mature naturally, it's like, you'll, you'll come across a situation that hasn't happened to you in a long time, and you may have similar, depending upon how deeply rooted the trauma, you may have similar feelings, but you're going to react different if you give it time, but if you just experienced it three months ago, and it was, mm-hmm. you know, some trauma, and then you right back at it, mm-hmm. you're not going to, I feel like, take you down if you don't handle it, I guess, quote-unquote, right Right. Who know what's the right way, though? Right. And who knows how much time it'll take. Yeah. And that's another... I just... Yep. That's why I feel like, though, whatever it is, like, like whatever it is we ask for that we want, we never know how much time it takes, but it always comes for short, like that exact thing. I think. Mm-hmm. I agree with like, that. If the more that... The more that somebody... The more somebody can get themselves to just believe in that, I guess. I mean, not, not believe what I believe, but... Give it time. You just don't focus on you. Like you're not gonna get it now. You, if it's not in front of you right now, and you there's no way you right now can physically get whatever it is you want. You gotta just wait. This 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 is another thing too. Relationship too. We so mm-hmm. quick to want and ask for something, or know or see something we like, or whatever it is, and then quick to grab the next thing that resembles it versus kind of just waiting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, the next thing that resembles it. Yeah. Yep. It looks familiar. Let me go see what this is about. <laughs> Lit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, time, 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 time to do it, though. Time. I think you also got to, like, trust that you'll be able to get over it if it's not the right person, you know what I mean? Or if the mm-hmm. situation isn't successful. Yeah. You got, I mean, you got to also know yourself, too, and know, like, some people know may know about themselves. Like, they may fall in love hard. They may like this person who don't like them a lot. Let me back up. Like they they may like me too much, and the person may just be strolling along, taking their time. But the, I I fell in love too fast, and I gotta back up because I'm afraid I'm gonna love you too much. Now you are gonna push me away again. Self sabotage, but self sabotage. You know, it's man. like it's it's crazy. You got it's a different way. I think like if you have more awareness, I think you'll notice when you're using. I think it's called deactivating strategies. Mm-hmm. Like to push people away because of your fear of intimacy. So I think like if you have the self awareness, you'll notice when you're doing that stuff, and then I think eventually you'll pick to fight instead of flight yeah. when you are in those type of situations. Yeah, it's like having an exit plan already. Like you are right, have yes, subconscious exit plans that they don't know they got for real. But once you yeah. become aware of it, it's like oh, that was planned. That's that's the plan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> man but you'll lose something good like if the person like if this is like a good person you know what I mean they didn't really show you nothing you just sitting over there self-sabotaging like you'll lose good people and I yeah. guess depending on who you are as a person it's going to take you losing multiple good people for you to figure out like you got to go do some work to figure out your commitment yeah, problems sure. that's like I don't know it's a slippery slope 
mm-hmm. more that you're willing to really tap into really knowing yourself for real, I mean. Once you really start tapping and knowing yourself, you already learn that, though. Yeah. I mean, I think all of this basically has to do with attachment styles. So everybody should really look into that and figure out how you can grow or become secure. Um, and then lastly, I think outside of relationships, because we didn't, we talked about a little bit outside of relationships too, when it comes to commitment, mm-hmm. I think you have to commit to, like, you can practice committing to other areas of your life. You know what I mean? Whether that's sticking with a hobby that you said you wanted to do or sticking with a business plan that you wanted to do. Getting into like, something and you're not liking it, but finish it up. Like, right. Yeah. You could practice it in smaller ways outside of relationships yeah, too. Because it's going to build habits. What's, the, what's your quote on habit? Oh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've been slacking on that one, too. That's why I got to gotta pick it up. Yep. Power of patterns. Yep. I'm telling you, hey, <laughs> I'll get into that. I'll probably piss some people off, though. Talking about <laughs> patterns and math and stuff. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with our final two cents. My final two cents, I just said this, actually. Like, I'm actually, I'm thinking about putting this uh, link to this book in my bio. <laughs> like, I need sponsorship. Um, I I really recommend everybody to read the book Attached. I think everybody can take something away from that book. Um, and I think it's important for all of us to be aware of our attachment styles. I think it plays a huge role in commitment issues. I think if your commitment issues are deep rooted, then you should go see a professional um, to help you, you know, kind of figure things out. Like there's nothing wrong with going to therapy or whatever. And I also believe whether you're single with commitment problems or in a relationship with commitment problems, either way, slow progress is still progress. So like celebrate yourself if you see yourself making a little progress if you're single and if you're in a relationship, you know, I think your partner should acknowledge, you know, the progress that you're making. So yeah, keep pushing forward because I know this type of stuff can be very difficult. Drew, you have two cents. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. Like, that, I've been reading that book. It's it's definitely um a book where it'll definitely show you, you know, open your eyes to. Oh, I'm oh, okay. I can definitely see I'm like that kind of. But I don't know how to really describe it. But another mm-hmm. book I would say is only. For the assumption part, for real, but read the whole book, the four agreements. But the assu- because the assuming part is such a big part of, I think this whole situation. Besides mm-hmm. the trauma, like that book alone will help you to hope you to open your mind to even start to look into yourself a little more and see how, like, you know, to see what what makes you kind of you. Other than that, like, you know, you said the therapy part because this is like if you are somebody who like you have trouble like really. Saying, all right, I'm going to just commit to this person only, or whatever the case, or I'm, I'm just going like just say forget all these other people I got, or I'm just going not think about the last time, whatever. You mm-hmm. get to that questioning point, then you should like <clears throat> take some time to figure out why am I still even thinking about that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't want to think, so I just like no, nah, take some time and really think about that. Just know you're gonna be getting it. You're gonna it's. It's deep. If that's a, if it's something that's real, it's going to be deep, though. It's going to be something that you're not going to get right to, and it's going to take some time. Best got to by professionals. You know, they know what they do. Mm-hmm. They, know, they got the skills. They got the tools to help you. Yeah. So, 
All right, and I want to thank you for taking the time and joining me on this episode. It was a good one. Oh, you know, it was my pleasure. I for sure enjoyed it. All right, guys, uh, make sure you all subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. You can also leave a review if you really enjoyed this episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. You said that we can't make it. I'm pissed, girl, I can't take it. My friends ask me if I'm straight. I said I'm good, I flake it. The distance where I hate it, but you claiming that it's needed. So I focus on my art. That's the one thing I believe in. Now I'm over you. A different season in my life, more focused on loving me. Yeah, I turned my wrongs to rights. Yeah, I fought my inner demons. I found purpose, I found reason. I found I ain't even need you. I found me was all I needed. Found it's okay to feel and how we all go through our seasons. I found listening to yourself, cause you're in the selfish genius. Found them laws of attraction. So I'm selling out arenas through it all, girl. I'm still here if you need me, hey.